What I like about SLCs is that I get to share my art and my work and my personality to my teachers and my parents. This is High Tech High Unboxed. I'm Alec Patton. And that was Malia Leader, a fourth grade student at High Tech Elementary North County, talking about student-led conferences, or SLCs. Later in the episode, you're going to hear from Malia's mom, Shawnee, a veteran teacher and school leader who's worked at several high-tech high schools. And I want to mention up top, this is the second episode of a two-part series about student-led conferences. If you don't really know what a student-led conference is, listen to the first episode first. It's called Ron Berger on Student-Led Conferences. For everyone who's got at least a passing familiarity with student-led conferences, here's Malia's advice for students and teachers. The advice I'd give is... Don't be shy, don't be scared, because you're just sharing your work and your thoughts and your personality to your parents and your teacher, Um, and it's a way to learn. Another thing I like about SLCs is that it's also a way for me to know my teacher and to know how she or he can care and be able to have fun helping teach and helping us learn. The advice I have for my teachers is giving their students good thoughts so that they don't feel nervous before they start. Shawnee also talked to her son, Huxley, about SLCs. Huxley's in first grade, so he did his first SLCs in kindergarten last year. Here's what he has to say. And you'll hear Shawnee's voice in this clip too a little bit. It's important to do SLC because you go in a meeting and you and you talk about what you kind of did with like writing, reading, math, and other stuff like that. And, and you kind of just talk about some of the days um, that was good and bad. And you just talk about school. Mm-hmm. How does it make you feel when your teacher and your parents are listening to you? Well, I'm really excited to do the meeting, but I feel good. Well, I think I'll feel good. Okay. Were you nervous when you did yours? Um, kind of shy, but also nervous. Yeah. All right. Anything else you want to share about an SLC? Well... That's all I know now about it. Those are Malia and Huxley's takes. Now we're going to hear from Shawnee. Shawnee's worked at High Tech High since 2003, where she's been founding our teacher at three different High Tech High schools. She's taught both middle and high school. She's been a dean, a school director, and as of this year, the lead designer of innovation and pedagogy at the High Tech High Graduate School of Education. And for Shawnee, here's what student-led conferences are all about. I mean, the idea behind student-led conferences, like... You want to hear from from the kids and you want to hear about their process of learning and what's important to them. And I've been thinking a lot about education and like, how do we find more spaces for kids to do that and for adults to just kind of step back and listen because they have so much to say. And oftentimes we don't give them the opportunity to, to say it. At high tech high schools, student-led conferences happen twice a year, once in the fall and once in the spring. They never get old. Like you never sit through a student-led conference and think like it's a waste of your time. It's always a great experience. It's been a great experience for me as a a teacher, as an administrator, being able to sit in on them and as a parent, like it just never gets old. Why not? 
they don't get old because kids always have something to say. That's interesting. I mean, if we're educators, we're teachers, we're like interested in what kids have to say, they're always going to bring something different. I want to dig at that a little bit because I think like kids always have interesting things to say and it can be really hard to do the same thing with like 50 or 100 kids. Mm -hmm. What is it about SLCs that make them immune to that? You know what I think it is? I think it's because it's all about that individual student. There's nothing crafted that they're supposed to say necessarily. It's about their identity and like learning about them. And, and I think too, like there's something really interesting that you learn about a kid when they're interacting with their family and you get to get to be a part of that. That's not something that you get to see as a teacher. You don't get to see the interaction between the student and the family. And I've noticed that as a parent too, like as an educator, it's hard to kind of step back. But what I love about being a parent in those is seeing the interaction between your kid and the teacher. Yeah. You know? How should a kid prepare for an SLC? I think it's really important to practice just having conversations. And I think our kids do that a lot at high tech through peer conversation and through group work and things like that. Um, but definitely having them kind of think through what their process of learning is and what their hopes are and what their dreams are and things like that, like having them either write it out or practice it or both ahead of time, I think is important. And it isn't just the students who need preparation and support. Sometimes the parents need some guidance around like how to ask questions and what qu types of questions to ask. Um, I definitely have gone into SLCs before where parents have like a very specific agenda of wanting to be like, well, why are you getting, you know, a certain grade in a certain class or something? And we want to kind of steer the conversation away from that and make it more about like process and learning and really honoring the student. So maybe having some questions where um, the parents have some support and giving warm feedback and things like that first. And how do you, how do you do that? How do you, how do you train a, a parent for an SLC? <laughs> That's a good question. Well, a lot of parents, uh, they definitely get easier as you know, you're doing an SLC with a senior is different from doing an SLC with a ninth grade parent because they get used to just like sitting and listening um, and knowing that it's sort of the, the student show and not theirs. So uh, practice is one way. Um, another way I think is like giving some guidance ahead of time for parents so that they know what to expect because it is new for oftentimes for parents to kind of step back in that space. This became very real for Shawnee when she attended her first SLC as a parent when Malia was in kindergarten. I asked Shawnee what struck her most about that. I think the biggest takeaway and maybe surprise to me was that I was nervous. And for somebody who has done a lot of these, I was like, why am I feeling that way? That is so strange. But it was nice to be able to put myself in the parent's shoes in that moment of like, oh, like, I don't really know, even though I know what an SLC is, I'm not really sure what to expect. And I noticed that my kid was a little bit nervous. And so that made me a little bit nervous. And so that was like my biggest surprise and takeaway, I think. And I just really wanted my kid to do well. And so like that was in my mind. What do you think you were nervous about? 
I think, I mean, part of it, like I said, was just knowing that they were nervous, you know, um, especially my youngest one, uh, he, he did his first one when he was five. And so he was just like, he, you know, didn't, what do I say? I, I forget what an SLC is. Like he just like needed a lot of reminders of like, it's okay. You're just talking about yourself. Um, there's not a right or wrong here. You know, he needed a lot of like encouragement in that way. Yeah. So I think it was just that standpoint that kind of made me like, oh, I hope they're okay. <laughs> what advice does parent Shawnee have for teacher Shawnee? Parent Shawnee would tell teacher Shawnee that a parent might be nervous, even if they know what to expect with an SLC. So even if you sent an email sharing like, hey, these are the steps and your student is going to be the one doing most of the talking and you're just there to listen. Just a reminder that, you know, the parents might be a little bit nervous too, and they might be a little bit worried about their kid doing well. And so it's just kind of that reminder to take a step back and realize that like, this is kind of a big deal. Um, And for uh, those of us who like have done this many times, it might not feel that way, but for the kid and the parent, it is a big deal. And what do you value most about the SLCs as a parent? There, I think were two things. One, I love seeing the teacher interact with my child and my child interact with the teacher and just see what that um, dynamic looked like and felt like. And it always made me feel good because my kids have had great teachers. And so to see that interaction has always been really reassuring. Um, and then just to hear my kid really just talk and take the the lead on a conversation, even when they're really little, is like pretty empowering and pretty special. Um, again, even have after seeing a lot of these, like that moment is still really special to me. Shawnee and I finished by talking about how to make time for SLCs as a school leader. Yeah, I, that, I mean, that has to be really intentional and it has to be part of your your structures um, with the year. So for us, we made sure that we had at least two half days for students. So students would leave before lunch and then that way the teachers had all afternoon. And generally we ended up making uh, meetings in the mornings too. And that was important for families who work. Like you have to have some early morning sessions and you have to have some later evening sessions. So but there's not enough time to do all of it if you don't structure some time in your day. Um, so those half days were really important. And what do you find that you most needed to help teachers with? I think that was the biggest thing is making sure that there was the time mm-hmm. um, and that the schedules is, you know, having a little bit of sport with like, here's a template for schedules so that that teachers aren't spending a long time trying to figure out what a schedule might look like. So making sure that we kind of shared those across teams And I also like to give a little bit of freedom within the way that they're structured as far as how much time for questioning, um, how much time in between. Um, Some teachers didn't mind going late in the evening and had more time in between. And some teachers who have kids at home, they need to go a little bit earlier. So I think from a, a director or leadership standpoint, like there does need to be a little bit of flexibility and autonomy for teachers around how they schedule it. And I think too, around the questions that teachers think are important for their classes and that kind of thing. 
And I think that piece is really important. Like you don't want it to feel rushed. You want it to feel like you're really giving the student and the family the time that they deserve and like honoring the student's voice. So definitely a mistake I've made before is sort of like scheduling them back to back to back to back, but like having enough time in between to let it go a little bit over if it needs to. Hatakai Unboxed is hosted and produced by me, Alec Patton. Our theme music is by Brother Herschel. Huge thanks this week to Shawnee, Malia, and Huxley. You can find links to lots of resources for student-led conferences, including my interview with Ron Berger, in the show notes. Thanks for listening.